Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com.
Fabulous record from an absolute trailblazer of the uh, New Jersey disco scene. There's the lovely Gloria Gaynor, who, who there is an outside chance I'm likely to get an interview with over the next couple of weeks. Friend of a friend and all that, so fingers crossed, and I'm super excited. That would be a wonderful Christmas present, wouldn't it? Late, but wonderful. Uh, so, Gloria Gaynor, this love affair right here on the 70s Soul Funk and Disco Show. Today's... Um, new release is coming from Epsilon Records. It's a re-release of a very hard-to-get record from 1982 by James Hale. It's called Could It Be Joy? I'll be playing that in the second hour of the show. Right now, though, over the weekend, we heard the uh, the news of the sad passing to cancer of Anita Pointer, one of the former interviewees on this very show. And... Um, Bless her, in memory of her, I'm going to play you an interview that I did with her and her late sister, Bonnie, back in 2018. The interview is absolutely hilarious. Just, just, I'll play you that in about 15 minutes' time. Right now, I've got music from Barbara Brown in just a moment. The school snaps with an absolutely iconic modern soul song. Right now, this is The Mob. Can't live 
nice and you talk so nice oh, and you're just too much for me and that's why I've got to tell you that I did everything about you
You know, I will never get tired of hearing that record. <laughs> what a great sound. Sam Cooley and his school snaps, of course, with uh, the fabulous George Kerr on the production desk as well. My hang up is you right here on the 70s Soul, Funk and Disco show. We're going over to New York City in just a moment for a band that recorded on a label you can pretty much buy blind with confidence. I'm talking roulette records, of course. Got fabulous sound of whirlwind in just a moment. Right now, though, down to Memphis, Tennessee for Barbara Brown.
there's a lot to see She told me now listen little girl you're gonna go up to be a lady See, that's exactly the sort of thing that really fires me up about music. What a great record that is. But Whirlwind only ever made two singles, as far as I can establish. Uh, And how can a band as good as that make music as good as that and not have a follow-up? There must be so much unreleased music (laughs) just like that, just as good. And it's just a case of finding the right people to talk to to unlock all those doors, isn't it? That's why I love people like uh, Jan Batiste and Alberto Zanini of uh, Epsilon Records and uh, Cannonball Soul and all those sort of people like that because they're unearthing these acetates and bringing us great music that we wouldn't normally have heard which is what we're going to hear uh, later on in the show when I play the uh, latest release from James Hale on Epsilon Records so that's well worth uh, looking forward to I've got Bonnie and Anita Pointer in conversation in a about six minutes time first though i want to play a great song from a lovely lady marty joseph's next with i can't move no mountains
bless her, had the very good fortune to see her at Blackpool International Soul Festival four or five, six years ago. Lovely lady, still got it. And um, I managed, subsequent to that, I managed to get her phone number from a friend of a friend. Now then, I just mentioned that I'd love to speak to her. And my mate says, uh, yeah, I can sort that for you. And sure enough, turns up with her phone number. I says, wow, thanks, That this is wonderful. When does she want me to ring? Oh, just phone her, she'll be fine. She doesn't know I'm ringing, doesn't she? Yeah, 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 just phone her, she'll be fine. I rang her up. She got no idea who I was. She wasn't expecting the call, and bless her, she got a great-granddaughter in her arms that was a baby in arms and screaming all the way through. So uh, we spoke for a little while, and she was very, very lovely, but, of course, couldn't hear a word I was saying, and it wasn't going to be broadcastable anyway for the background noise. Uh, and never got to speak to her since, but... Um, Thanks, Andy, for the contact anyway. <laughs> I'll try her another day, see if I can surprise her when she's uh, in a more serene circumstance. Now, two young ladies that I did manage to speak to and were a whole barrel of laughs are um, Bonnie and Anita Pointer, both now sadly passed. And um, I'm going to play in my interview with them from 2018 next. <laughs> Thank you so much for giving me this interview. Oh, you're welcome. Thank you for calling. Oh, not at all. Have you got Anita with you as well? What's your name again? How do you say your name? AD. 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 Yeah, AD. AD. It's short, short for Adrian, which in England's a boy's name. Adrian, okay. Hi, Adrian. Hello. AD. 
Anita. That's it, Aiden. What's Edith. going on over there? You got Anita here too. Yeah, Anita's here. Oh, lovely. Hi, Anita. Hi. Um, do you think Anita can come a little closer to the mic, please? Okay, sure. Yeah, we can just sit here and hug each other. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Ad. Ad. Yeah, that's right. Lovely. Anita's still a little bit farther away than I'd like, but. Um, okay, I'm coming in. Good girl. Coming into the yeah. left. Come on. Okay, there. Okay. That's She's ma- sitting on my lap now. Will that work? <laughs> <laughs> that's much better. So, the Pointer Sisters, they've been going, they span four decades, you're recording history. Um, that's great. How did it all start for you? In church. Uh, yeah, church is where we started as the little baby Pointer home, Sisters. Singing <laughs> at home together uh-huh. and singing in church as little girls. Yeah. True. And uh, in the choir and... Yeah, yeah. And then as we got older and, and started doing our own, you know, adult stuff, then Bonnie, after she, well, actually she was still in high school. Yeah, I was in high school. And um, she said she thought she wanted to try this, and she pulled me out of my office I was working in. and Right. Yeah. yeah. And we took off on the road. And, and we all ran home. away from home. No. <laughs> no, I don't I believe that for the I'm moment. i already gone. Okay. <laughs> Bonnie and Anita, Bonnie and Anita, you two and your sister June um, started performing in clubs uh, in '69, and that was your, your first. Yeah. Um, yeah. In San Francisco in clubs, and in the clubs around Oakland, with Esther, we were singing back up with Esther Phillips. Oh wow! Mm-hmm. And with anybody who would let us sing. Absolutely, absolutely, <laughs> and uh, you obviously caught the attention of the right people because you got a record deal with Atlantic, didn't you? Yes, we did. Yeah, we did. We were working with... Uh, Wardell Kazair. Yeah, we were working with Dave Mason, yeah, Dave an Mason. English artist. Yeah. Dave Mason took us to London, our first trip to London oh, as right. a backup singer. And how did you enjoy and little old England? Oh, God, oh. it was fabulous. We never we lost oh, our luggage God. the first day, and we were there for five <laughs> days. We got our luggage on the fifth day. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds about right. Yeah, that we sounds about right. Background with, with, with a Dave Mason. Dave yeah. was a little uh, upset because he had to go out and buy us new wardrobe uh. for the show. <laughs> so he took us to Beavers. And I think he gave us like a hundred dollars a piece. Yeah, okay. that, that was a lot of money back then. <laughs> yeah, it would have been. I said, yeah. "Okay, go get this." We had to get shoes, yeah, clothes, that was, everything that was for the show. Or something like that. And we bought the best stuff at Bebas, oh, and yeah. we tore it up at that show. Right, <laughs> yay! I mean, we tore it up. We, it was they fun, loved yeah. us. Excellent. Yeah, we never wanted to leave. And Dave Mason was great to work with. He mm-hmm. had an incredible band, and we were oh just my God, wild and great. crazy and rock and roll. It yeah. was so much fun. Great. Yeah. Great stuff. Yeah. Uh, and not long after, your sister Ruth joined the band, didn't she? In yeah, 72, and you became, you became a forcer. We got the deal with uh, Atlantic Records, and we went to uh, New Orleans with Wardell Kazair. <laughs> and uh, they sent us to Jackson, Mississippi to record. Yeah. And that was amazing. Right. And we did, what, four songs, five songs? Yeah. They, on me, yeah. yeah. Send them back. We, they they well, laughed at the you, songs we you, took that they thought were not R&B enough. Yeah. You know, they wanted us to sound like the Jackson, Jackson Five. five yeah. <laughs> right. And we love the Jackson Five, of course, but we don't want to sound like them. No, of course not. Yeah. You've got your own distinctive yeah. sound. And uh, you, I, heard yeah. you, I heard you touch on a tune called Send Him Back. I don't know whether you're aware, but over here, that is an absolute floor filler. It's a, a soul anthem and has been since the early 70s. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Written, I think, written by Richard Caton, wasn't it, in part? Yeah. 
Yeah, great yeah, we record. Those songs. We had to learn them over yeah. now. Well, um, you, you two early albums as a Pointer Sisters, they were very different to soul, weren't they? They were um, sort of country and jazz and uh, a little bit, um, what's the word, Charleston, some of them. <laughs> Yeah, you can say you're really versatile, yeah. You know, we just grew up around different types of music. Yeah, fantastic. And um, it was at that award, didn't you, for Best Country Vocal Performance. Tell me about that. Yeah, we sure did. Yeah, over the Oak Ridge Boys and the Sadlu Brothers, we're like, what? Yeah. I don't think they knew we were black until we got up on stage and sang it. And we were the first black female group to ever perform at the Grand Ole Opry in Nashville, Tennessee. Wow. And when we got there, they were protesting. No way. I didn't even notice it. And I didn't really realize that they, they, they were protesting, protesting the way they were until <laughs> inter- interviewing uh, David years later. And he said, you know, they had signs out front saying, keep country, country. Oh, my oh, God. Say. And it was, I was so terrified just being there. Uh-huh. You know, they gave us a party and sent us to the back. Yeah, right, exactly. Like, like they thought we were help the help. <laughs> Right, we were the help that night. <laughs> um, so, uh, for your third LP, Step In, then, you, you had a bit of a change of direction, didn't you? This this was a really soulful album. Uh, what caused that? Was it uh, was it market-driven, or, or is it something that you, you felt you wanted to do? Yeah, well, Step In, we did include another producer. That was Sonny Burke. Right. But, um, yeah, I guess... We uh, like trying new music and doing different... Yeah. Yeah. Know, approaches to, to old music. Yeah, absolutely. We like to spread our wings and try new things. Quite right. And in, in 1978, um, that happened, didn't it? Bonnie, you left the group to uh, start a solo career. Tell me about that. Well, that was pretty exciting. And it was just something I just wanted to see what I could do. Well, that's right, because Motown lured you away, didn't they? Yeah, they didn't. Yeah, they kind of lured me away. But I wanted, I wanted the whole group to come with me. Yeah. But then I did it on I my own. Didn't. Yeah. I mean, that, so, I mean uh, nobody can deny the sort of temptation when Motan knocks at your door and say, will you come and, uh, and record for us? I mean, yeah, it can't... Especially with a nice check in their hand. <laughs> Absolutely, they're the best well, kind, the aren't they? They knocked at their door before yeah. and they turned us down. Yeah. Oh, wow. So I was about to go back. <laughs> Lovely. Uh, uh, Bonnie, that, I mean, in Motown then, of course, this is across on the West Coast because Mo, uh, Motown had, uh, had moved offices then uh, a few years uh, earlier. Um, that, that left you, um, that exposed you to so much of Motown's back catalogue. I mean, that was mm-hmm. great to, to be able to rework oh, yeah, that music, music for a current audience. Yeah, I love the music. Um, I've, I've always loved all the old artists that used to record in Motown and there was, I just wanted to, to sing all the songs I loved. Yeah, but you, you put a modern style on it, didn't you? Um, you brought it up to date with disco and uh, uh-huh. made it for a new market. Yeah. So that's great. Mm-hmm. Lovely. So, Anita, um, that left yourself, Ruth, and, uh, and June in the band. And in 1978, you were lured away from ABC and became the flagship act on the newly formed label Planet Records. How cool is that? Yeah, we were um, with the manager, Forrest Hamilton, who took us to Steve Wax at WIA. And Steve Wax told us that Richard Perry was launching a new record label and he needed a new artist. So he thought we'd be perfect for it. And he introduced us to Richard Perry and we got with him and... We did our first album, and Fire went gold, and that was the first gold single for the Pointer Sisters. Wow. They really, really pushed our career up. Well, that, I mean, Fire still gets a, a regular play here in the UK. Great track. Can't keep a good track down. Go UK. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, we had gold albums, but we had never had a gold single, and it was amazing. What 
lovely. Mm. I mean, while you were with Rocket Records, um, you uh, sorry, Planet Records, you um, you had a strip. I thought you were talking about Rocky Raccoon. I'm like, what the heck? <laughs> <laughs> so um, while you were with Planet Records, you had a lot of top ten hits, especially across here in the UK. I mean, there was Jump from a Love, Automatic, Fire, as you've mentioned. He's so shy, slow hand beautiful tune i'm so excited that we started with and of course neutron dance so moving to moving to a new label and um uh, new songwriters i suppose and uh, producers uh, sort of tailored you for another genre shift and you you aimed more at the dance floor and, and boogie didn't you uh, <laughs> yes dad yeah, we wanted to shake our booty. I guess we did. I don't know. What, what was the next album after that? Oh, um, it, well, no, you got Breakout in '83, hadn't you? That was um, that was a yeah, very, very big one for you. Yeah, Breakout yeah. was really fabulous. Yeah. So excited. The album before Breakout was supposed. So excited was supposed to be the single on that album, but I couldn't convince our producers to release it as a single, and I was so, so very hurt. I and think so. Out with Breakout, and I said, I can't lose this song. You got to put it on that album. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that don't, you, people don't do that. I said, Well, well, let's do it. Okay. <laughs> well, you obviously put it on there, please. Yeah, break a few rules. And all of a sudden, it's the biggest song right. we ever had. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. You know, they don't think, know everything. Exactly. They should <laughs> listen to the artist sometimes. Exactly. But they don't, do they? Yes. They don't. They listen to the finance director. That's the trouble, and that's that's the problem with the industry. Exactly. I think. Uh, that song was a proven hit, and they wouldn't even release it. And it still so, is. Yeah. Yeah, you know, I knew it from the jump, and they wouldn't okay. listen to me. Definitely. But now it's out there, and then thank the Lord. Yeah, know, absolutely. Uh, so Planet Records uh, was sold, or uh, at least soaked up, by RCA um, in the mid-'80s. And, uh, Anita, they offered you your own uh, solo project, didn't they? 1987. Yeah, uh, saying it like that. Dang. Al- <laughs> album album called Love yeah, for What It Is. Project. It wasn't something that I asked for. It really wasn't. I did I wasn't really ready to be a solo artist. Yeah. But it produced some nice it produced some nice music. It, I mean it must have been exciting. But also how did it feel to be recording as a solo artist when you've been with your sisters for over twenty years? I didn't really feel it. I, it wasn't a good it was not a pleasant experience because of the way it happened. All right. And I hadn't written any songs, so they weren't my songs that no. I was singing. It just all kind of happened, rush, 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 and it didn't feel good. And as a result, it didn't come out very well. Well, and I didn't get any play on it, and so so I'm working on a new one now. <laughs> excellent, excellent. <laughs> I mean, put some more music out. <laughs> now they're gonna put it out. <laughs> now, 50 years later. <laughs> Great, but I mean, there there are some uh, a couple of nice tracks that stand out for me. More than a memory is one of them, and also overnight success. Uh, I think that's a great track. <laughs> Somebody love it. Yeah. Yay. yeah. <laughs> did you do what? What did you do after uh, the mid 80s or through the 90s and 2000s? Were you still recording? Don't think you were, were you? Did family take over? I don't know. <laughs> we, uh, we haven't done. I don't know what the last album. I gotta look it up. When was the I last know. sister album? You have it. Hold the line, caller. I'll find it. That's all. <laughs> <laughs> Hold the line, caller. I'm calling number one. <laughs> contestant number one sounds like. Oh, contestant number one. Pointer Make it sisters. A, a contest. Whoever comes up with the name of the last Pointer Sister album. <laughs> right. I'm ahead of you then because you brought out an album called In Concert in 2005 and before that 1993 Only Sisters Can Do That. Oh yeah, Only Sisters Can Do That. Yeah. yeah. That was the last one. Mm. Okay. 
All right, now then, I didn't realise. I didn't realise that the Point Sisters as a group went to Motown. Yes. Mm. Live rhythm album. We did one album with them, and they treated us horribly. So we got oh, right. out there fast as Mm. All right, well, I think that's just a Motown trait from what I can gather, unless Bonnie can uh, tell me something different. I have nothing to say. My lips are sealed. <laughs> that's the answer I was expecting. <laughs> You're not going to get me, Merit. <laughs> no, absolutely. So what sort of things do you girls listen to then? What are you, Bonnie, what's, what's your personal taste? What's in the car at the moment? What's in the car? Yeah. What, have you got a CD in the car? What do you what listen to? Um, I, don't, I just listen there, mostly jazz. All right. Bit of, uh, and um, some rap. I listen to everything, depending on the mood and and how bright the sun is shining. Good answer. <laughs> and uh, Anita, what about yourself? You got a, you got a preference for probably R and B or um, I don't know jazz, country. Yeah, what do you listen to? I listen to. I do love R and B. Yeah, I love classic R and B, and I love some rap. Right. Hip hop, rap. You know, some some things that are really yeah, you know, like Kendrick Lamar. I like him. Oh. <laughs> 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 you dog. <laughs> and I love Bruno Mars. Yeah. Oh, oh right. yeah. I love Bruno Mars. Yeah, and by the way, for, for uh, FYI, Pointer Sisters, the, the new Pointer Sister group will be over in uh, Europe the end of, of November, November 28th. They're opening for the Night of the Proms. Have you ever been to Night of the Proms? Last Night of the Proms? Well, I'm a, I'm a brass player myself. I've played in a few. Whereabouts is that going to be in London? It's going to be in, They're going to start, I think, in Germany. And in, and in Belgium, yeah. Lovely, but not England. So book your tickets now. <laughs> I don't have a passport. Oh, poor little baby. Yeah. You're going to miss all the fun. I know, I know. We just have to come and see you. Yeah, well, please do. Please do. I've got a spare room. Okay. The dog loves visitors. You're in London, right? No, no, I'm about, um, about uh, 120 miles north of London. What's yeah. the name of your town? Uh, Newark. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's beautiful. It's beautiful. We've got a castle. And uh, it's, it's really nice. i tell you what, I've got your email addresses. I'm going to send you photographs of where I live. It's beautiful. It's in the middle of farmland. Oh, I can't wait to see. We, yeah, you, you would be absolutely, absolutely awestruck if you came to Newark. It's a beautiful little place. Little cobbled market. Do they have cars or do they just use horse and buggies? Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Bonnie, Anita, it's been an absolute pleasure, a delight talking to you tonight. Thank you so much for uh, speaking with me. It's been a great time. Great (laughs) morning. Great to talk with you. Great to talk with you too. Thank you. Okay, pip pip, (laughs) cheerio. Lovely.
great music from two lovely ladies and the sisters. There's Bonnie and Anita Pointer. And uh, waiting on you, and I will say that interview was uh, 10.30 in the morning, Los Angeles time. So what were they like at 10.30 at night? Bless them. Rest in peace, Bonnie and Anita. Got Millie Jackson in just a moment. Next up, though, Lenny Williams. like a wet rag this disco might be quite costly almost as costly as love is these days 
Do you know what you gotta pay for love these days? I'm gonna add them up for you. Your heart, your time, your mind, your money, total price, everything. It's hard to keep it like it started. It hurts so bad when hearts are parted. Heaven knows, heaven knows, I've tried to guard it. I tried harder every day. I sacrificed, but it won't pay. For your small business, if you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. 
If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. single release from the moment's pleasure lp there's the fabulous millie jackson a woman who has given me a firm date for an interview so excited that's just going to go on forever isn't it uh, because uh, she's such an interesting woman and um, talks a lot which is good which has got to be a good thing i'm Eddie cramped this is two hours of 70s soul funk and disco johnny taylor is going to take us to the top of the hour with a song that was recently sampled by the shapeshifters uh, for lola's theme right now though a bit of texan soul from walter jenkins That's okay
always a popular song in the venues I go to. Curtis Anderson from 1979 and How Can I Tell Her? Right here on the 70s Soul Funk and Disco Show. If you caught the first hour of the show, you will have heard the fabulous interview with uh, Anita and Bonnie Pointer, both sadly now passed. Uh, if you missed that and you want to hear it again, then you can, um, what, second bite of the cherry, you can go to my website, shinyl, S-H-I-N-Y-L dot co dot U-K, which is where that and all my other interviews are stored. Now then, we've still got to look forward to uh, another song from the Pointer Sisters. That's coming up in about 15 minutes' time. And also... Um the latest release on Epsilon Records from James Hale. Not the whole song, just a sample. That's going to come along around about 20 minutes to the hour. But right now, we've got ex-Motown staff writer Johnny Bristol on the way. We've got Stevie Wonder's backing singer Alex Brown as well. But first, from Arizona, this is Lady Margot. Oh, 
silky sound of Johnny Bristol of course uh, the man who brought us Hang On In Their Baby and so much more I sure like grooving with you from 1976 got an album only song from a, a West Coast band called Brothers Unlimited in just a moment that's really quite a cracker but right now one of Stevie Wonder's backing singers she was alongside Denise Williams as one of the Wonder X this is the fabulous Alex Brown Yeah. 
All too often people overlook albums, but there's, there's usually something on there that's just a conversation stopper. And for me, that's one of them. Brothers Unlimited, taken from the 1970 LP called um, Who's for the Young? If you see a copy, do yourself a favour and pick it up if it's not too expensive. There's a couple of great tracks on there. Talking about great tracks, I've got a song next. I don't know which I prefer, whether it's the Checkmates version or whether it's the JB Bingham version. I don't even know which one came out first, but to be honest, it doesn't matter. They're both quality. This time, I'm playing you the Checkmates. Mm. 
Fabulous record, and really not anything between the two, whether it's uh, the Checkmates or the JB Bingham version. Although I will say the Checkmates one is significantly cheaper. <laughs> but yeah, what I'm going to say. Um, Pointer Sisters is next in memory of the lovely Anita Pointer, who sadly passed away on uh, New Year's Eve. Got uh, well, their first gold single, Fire, is next. Oh 
Fabulous song. The Point Sisters' first gold single and uh, played that in memory of the lovely Anita Pointer who sadly passed away on New Year's Eve. Got Jack Ashford in just a moment with a rare solo issue. Uh, but right now, a fabulous song from Skip Mahoney and the Casuals.
って Fabulous record from 1977 from Jack Ashford, who was, of course, the original bass player in the Funk Brothers back in the days of the Snake Pit. And um, 
in Detroit's Motown Studios. I'll fly to your open arms right here on the 70s Soul Funk and Disco Show. From bass player to lead guitarist Nile Rogers with a song that he says is out of his whole career is his finest moment and it's not even by his band.
away on the uh, Home is Where the Heart is LP. There's Bobby Romack and something for my head. What a great, great record. And before that, Sister Sledge, of course, written and produced and, uh, of course, featuring on guitar as well, Niall Rogers. Thinking of you right here on the 70s Soul, Funk and Disco show. Uh, not too far away from the new release coming out of Epsilon Records in just a moment, but right now a lady who I had the good fortune to see at Blackpool International Soul Festival just a couple of years ago, the fabulous Anne Sexton.
Don't you just love a bit of Southern Soul? On 77 Records, there's Anne Sexton and the uh, Northern Soul Classic that is. You've been gone too long. Lovely lady. I've never actually met her. I've never actually spoken to her, but I'm assured by all who know her what a delight to be around. She absolutely is. Anne Sexton, you've been gone too long. Right, next up, I've got the uh, the latest single to come out of Epsilon Records. It's by a chap called James Hale, originally released in 1982, and this is a sample of the A-side. This is Could It Be Joy? James Hale with the single that's about to come out on Epsilon Records. You can buy your copy uh, on epsilonrecord.com or um, check out uh, their link on the New Soul Vinyl Showcase on Facebook. Join that group and, um, yeah, prepare to be amazed. Lots of great stuff coming out on that that stream all the time. Right, I've got Willie T in just a moment. I've got Bobby Reed as well, but right now, an absolute belter of a song. This is the Voices of East Harlem. Be your part of understand. But here lately, 
Don't you just love that record? I will say it's much cheaper to get it on the LP than it is on the single, because the single is like hen's teeth and priced accordingly. Willie T and First Taste of Hurt right here on the 70s Soul, Funk and Disco show. Now then, I bought an album blind the other week, which was... um, I don't know why I bought it. I don't know what attracted me to it, but I'll tell you what, there's a belting song on there. It's by an artist I've not heard of, by Beris Hammond. And uh, this one particular track is called Don't Wait Too Long. I'm going to play that for you in just a moment. But right now, uh, a song on the Bell label. This is Bobby Reed. Time is right for love. Sweet desire to kiss your lips and urge to hold you tight. Oh yeah, right now, come on, honey, right now. Ooh, baby, there's so much I wanna say, but when I try to speak, I find my thoughts all slip away. Ooh, baby, I don't think my heart can stand. Second more away from you, so come on, take my hand. Oh, yeah, the time is right for love. Right now, come on, Music on the radio, on the radio. Oh, 
Take a trip to paradise And leave the world behind Oh yeah The time is right for love Right now I've got 
Now, what do you rank to that? They just love that record. Berus Hammond and a song called Don't Wait Too Long. Fabulous. That really is my sweet spot. Well, I'll tell you what, we've about run out of time. So we're going to go to the top of the hour with uh, a fabulous song from Barbara Roy and the team Ecstasy, Passion and Pain. This is Touch and Go. Whatever you're doing this week, wherever you go, and be good, play nice. And remember, don't touch that dial. There is so much more great music coming straight after this.
Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.